One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily, featuring some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, uh, we were joined by David O, actor uh, from sort of Afterlife, and yeah. Derek worked a lot with Ricky Gervais, fine actor. film out at the moment, actually, yes. on Netflix, about clowns, was it? That's right. The Last got... Laugh, is it called? Oh. Apocalypse Clown. I want to see that. Is it I on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Oh, I'm going to watch that. Yeah. Um, Brian the Last Charles Laugh, I've no idea what The Last film. Laugh is. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, he does a podcast. He's yeah. a, a newbie Exeter fan. He's going to go and watch them uh, this evening against Borough. By the time you're listening to this, they could have been gutted. Been they could be through. Five one four one by then. But uh, he told us about the experience, and he played celebrity combination lock. And uh, we were joined. We were talking a bit of Sheffield Wednesday with John McClure, who's the front man of the Reverend and the Makers, the fine band, big Wednesday fan. Mm. And we were quite shocked when he told us that he's been acting unofficially as a bit of a go-between an estate agent with people that would like to buy the club he yeah. cares passionately and he wants the club in new hands because they've been in the news today as you may know so anyway yeah interesting and chat a bit with of John. Flavor, flavor and a bit that. of flavour flavour nice. singing the national anthem and we had a chat Charlie is in love yeah. uh, again uh, with another sporting woman and uh, you'll hear all about that here it all is <laughs> Charlie, and uh, you were away well. last week, yeah, Charlie. Just remind us where you yeah. went. Went to New York. Probably. You went to New York. To New York. Okay, yes, yeah. yeah. The greatest kind of, greatest got, trip of my life. It's got under your skin, hasn't it? Oh, when they were the family, yeah. I absolutely loved it. And uh, you took in a, uh, an NBA match, yeah, first game best. of the season. It was the best bit, yeah. I mean, arm and a leg. Yeah, pa- literally paid an arm and a leg for it. But uh, yeah, me and my son, we went to the New York Knicks versus the Boston Celtics. Yeah. Having never had an interest in uh, basketball before, Paul. Yeah. Played it at school. Hmm. Not very well, as you okay. can imagine, yeah, but yeah. not not very tall. Let's just no, say okay. that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, never particularly thought yeah, I'd be into that. But I thought we'll go for the event. I'll go go to sport wherever I can. Yeah. It was the greatest night of my life. Really? It was the best Better thing. Torquay. It was the best thing I've ever ever been to. And really? I and I include seeing Public Enemy in a very small room in that, seeing Bob Dylan at the London Palladium, right. uh, seeing uh, I, I, it was the it was the greatest. Seeing what, Derek Dawkins what? shoot uh, the winner against Spurs at, at Torquay United in 1987. Yeah. Lost on aggregate, I 3-1. Yeah. I, I include all those things. It was the best sporting thing I have ever, ever been yeah. to. What made it so great? I, I was with my son, yeah, so that was nice. exciting. Yeah, I, was with my, I was with my 16-year-old son, and, yeah. and we were both sort of high on it, absolutely yeah. high. Just the way they do it. Right. There's nothing rubbish about it at all if you like me are into show business and sport yeah. in equal measure 
then this is exactly... There's never a fallow period. This, it's it, never it's, a dull moment. <laughs> if you have uh, possible ADHD symptoms, like I do, yeah. then there is not one moment... When you're where not being... They're like, it, the, the game stops, and they're like, look over here! Right. <laughs> Here's some dancing girls. Da -da -da -da. This man from the crowd's going to shoot at the thing for You've got 50, no 50000 dollars. Not even that. I don't mind getting bored. It was just brilliant. Right. And now, the sport was brilliant. The sport was brilliant as well. What you've done is yeah. what a lot of people do when they go and watch yeah. sport overseas. You've had yeah. a holiday romance yeah. with yeah. another sport. So yeah. you I've said got, to me I've as got, we I've sat down, <laughs> you said, he said, oh, Cavs tonight. We got, we got the Cavs tonight. <laughs> and how long is that going to last? We have, Paul. We've got the ca uh, ca Cavaliers tonight. Yeah. Cleveland Cavaliers That's tonight. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know all the names yet. And I don't no. know the name of... One of the players, right? Uh, quickly, that's what his name is. Uh, okay, well, um, is, well, you asked me to come up so with quickly, <laughs> or is that his name? I don't know what his name is. That's the only one I know. Yeah, but uh, so um, you're gonna um, have to do a crash course in the in the club's history. And but it's quite exciting being. Oh, I know they were called Patrick the, Ewing was their yeah. most, probably their most famous player. They won in they won the title in '71, I think, and '72. Yeah. Normally, I mean, you should be at home because generally, I think I could be wrong, but the Knicks are normally terrible. So oh. talking and the Knicks oh. is a, is a good balance. This is the thing. Or I is thought, it? I thought it was really backing a winner, you know. Like, yeah, finally, no, I don't found, know. maybe I've I'm got, being harsh. I've gone on them. glory hunting big club maybe mad. I thought. I thought them. we're worth six point six billion dollars. We who <laughs> have you done this, listeners? Have you we, ever? We I mean, play at the MSG. You know how this? Is, we're in the greatest city in the world. We are like surely I'm joining the biggest team. We've lost two out. If, we've lost to someone called the Pelicans on Saturday. Yeah. That's it. Isn't, this yeah. is no good, Paul. If you come back, if you've come back from a trip and you've been all starry-eyed about, oh, I'm going to watch, oh, oh Sky Show at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I'm definitely getting up then to watch the Aussie Rules. I'm definitely going to watch Hawthorns. Oh, no, you're not. You're fooling no one. <laughs> it will last two weeks. I'm giving Charlie two weeks. He'll still wear be the cap because it's a nice cap. Full vest. He's got a Nick. Nick's cap. I'm going to be full vest, long yeah. baggy shorts. If your your sporting holiday romance is a ball, I'm going to come in back. You'll, I'll, be, I'll, be do, I'll be doing the show, and you'll just hear in the background. Doof, yeah, of you. That's right. We put a basket up in the studio. Talksport.com. Text eight ten eighty nine. Tweet TSH and J. If you're, you've done a Charlie in the past, how long did it last? Put him. Put him right. He thinks this is a lifelong love life. affair. My guess is it isn't. Go next. Um, so. Uh, this is uh, Eric Ten Hag. We are after creative punishments, and there's no one better at that than your old mum and dad, generally. Do you know when they think it's not enough, you're not grounded, you're not sent yeah. up to your bedroom? Yeah. That didn't exist when I was no such thing as grounded when I was a kid. You no. were sent to your room. But um, often they can be very creative. Eric Ten Hag made all of his Manchester United players sit in silence in the Old Trafford dressing room the other day to hear all the City players celebrating the other side of the, cor the corridor mm. and also still to hear the singing City fans who stayed in the stadium afterwards. He, what, that was his punishment. What a lovely punishment. So he said, oh, you wanted them to feed off of that, the, yeah. the, the discomfort and upset of hearing celebrations from City. He thought why that why did work. he not have anyone marking um, te uh, the uh, Harland? Oh yeah. Uh, why did he not have anyone marking? It seemed You're an odd choice. It seemed an odd choice not yeah. to mark Harland yeah. in the box. They just they didn't think he was up to much, <laughs> I guess. But um, we're interested oh, about nice. your creative punishments. You know, often your old yeah. mum and dad they do the weirdest right. That means you think, wow, where that's that's really Where's clever. That come that's from? clever. Yeah. That's uh, that's sort of almost uh... all right. Anyway, let us know creative punishments in the ten ten Hag envelope. Well, like Talksport.com forward slash eighteen J. Text to eight ten eighty nine. Or tweet to TS Agent J this afternoon. Something else we're talking about today, Charlie. Yeah. Judd Trump's off to uh, 
He's off to China next oh, week. Lovely, yeah. He's uh, he's playing in the international championship in China on oh, yeah. Sunday, and uh, he's on a twenty-game unbeaten run at the moment. But that could be ended um, by Wang Jin Zhong, who okay. was born in two thousand and ten. No, he's still only twelve. No. Judge, can, judge, he re- can he reach the table? Well, this is the thing. Well, they'll get the old rest out. They pounded one of those mini tables you got for Christmas. <laughs> the pot black. Well, we haven't got room for a full it's size one. Steve Davis pot black. Yeah, I'd like to think that because he's old legs. He must just be. If he's got a, he must just be lying on the table. And he's there. Yeah. Does Judd have to hold his legs for one him? Of those little know. Jimmy White cues. Yeah, he's twelve year old. Unbelievable. How couldn't Judd get into his head? Well, I mean, if he started, <laughs> yeah. he could make him cry. He never kissed he? a girl. He could make him. Cry. <laughs> Imagine all that. At least I've kissed a girl, mate. Away. When he's doing one four seven break, yeah, I mean it's uh, it's he trainers, he rubbish trainers. So um, humbled by the kids, we're interested in tales of being humbled by the kids. So there we are. Um, we've set you, we've set you going there. Talksport.com, text eight ten eighty nine tweet TSH and J. Um, Jason in uh, Woodford and Cheshire oh, yeah. says, I took the family to see the New York Knicks in March for my wife's fiftieth. Yeah. Uh, it was the best spectacle I've yeah. ever seen. And I'm a fan of football, rugby, cricket, yeah. and it was the best sports event. Well, he's agreeing with you, uh, yeah. Charlie. He's and as, with and you. as a huge Knicks fan, it's good to meet a fellow Knicks. Yes, you can, you, can't you New York set up, forever. Can't you set up the kind of uh, Knicks? There must be a London fan club. Yeah, you probably. You can go and watch games together might now start again. it. Yeah, you could be the might president. Start, <laughs> Present and he, Jason will be the VP. I don't live in London, so perhaps no. in the little village I, I live in. I doubt if they've got a Knicks fan club in. Where is it? The, the in village, Oxford, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. The little village I live in. Perhaps I'll set up. Maybe the they've Knicks got fan one club. in the metropolis somewhere like Whitney. Maybe they've got one there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they've got one there. I there is a know. hoop in the in the uh, in the uh, park. Oh, okay. In well, our village, so I could, well, you could get down the, there in my full gear. You could be like bringing the game to the masses. Just yeah, turn up one day with a is, basket. Yeah. They've never seen one before. <laughs> what is this? Wow! In Oxfordshire, the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talks, but we turn our attentions to uh, Sheffield Wednesday. And um, you probably heard with uh, White and Jordan earlier on that uh, the owner of the club has asked fans to step forward and come up with uh, two million quid to pay the club's tax bill. Unbelievable. Yes. Um, <laughs> unorthodox, I think it's fair to say. Uh, I, bet, I bet fans love their lo- Fans love that sort of thing, yeah, don't they? Yeah, it certainly gets you on side with the ownership. We absolutely that, that love sort it. sort of thing. Um, it's interesting to get uh, Simon's thoughts on it. He said he's, uh, it's another tantrum. It's not the first one the owner has had. Let's get the thoughts of a Sheffield Wednesday fan because, it, you know, it, if that bill isn't paid, it could be, um, you know, real issues around transfer embargoes, three windows, which is not great for the club. Mm. John McClure, uh, front man of Reverend and the Makers, yeah. Wednesday fan, joins us now. Hey, John. How you doing, lads? You all right? Yeah, good, yeah, thanks, John. We're, we're not too bad. So uh, you, you've been going out with a bucket today, getting the money for the two million, <laughs> two million quid. You know, I've heard a funny story. A pal of mine rang up the club. He said, uh, I've heard Mr Chan said he wants donations for this tax bill. Uh, can you tell me where I need to send the money? And the lady who uh, answered on reception said, I have to get back to you because nobody knows where to send the money. <laughs> so I think it's it's yet more sort of yeah. theatrical nonsense from the chairman who, who, I don't know, just communicates in, in the strangest possible way, you know. Um, yeah. We're just thoroughly fed up with the fella, I'm honest. I mean, it's, it's like Simon was saying, he said this last month when it first came up, you know, you you make a commitment, you know, when when you take on a football club like this and everything that comes with it, you know, I'm, I'm sure everybody wants it to go well, but you do take on this huge commitment and, you you know, like in any other business, you're duty-bound to see it through, aren't you? Of course, yeah. And, I mean, this is not the first time this has happened. We were relegated to League One a few years ago. 
uh, after suffering a, a points deduction from the EFL. Um, and there's been sort of a, a litany of problems under Mr Chancery's uh, tenureship, uh, this being the latest one. I think what I, what is particularly going is when he's like, it's the fans' fault, or what do you do for your club? It's like we had 29... We've not had premiership football. We're in his 23rd year of no mm. premiership football. We had 29,000 there Saturday. Um, we've got a bunch of great people down there. The manager, Funnily enough, the manager he's appointed, uh, he's got Danny Rowling, who's... Of a great pedigree, Chris Powell's now in there. You've got people like Barry Bannon at the club. You know, there's some great people there. Mm. It's just they're continually undermined by this fellow who, I mean, Darren Moore had, had worked a minor miracle, yeah. stabilized the club, give us the best sort of couple of weeks in his history, really, with those dramatic playoff wins. And, and single handedly, Mr. Chancer has sort of dismantled all that goodwill and positivity. And, and it's just a, an ongoing circus, really, lads. Yeah, it's, it's it's like people it's like people get, don't know what they're getting into, and then and then this sort of statement makes you just feel like there's massive regret of what they got into, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like it's, it's sort of like nobody made you buy a football club, and you're not doing it for my benefit. Like ultimately, he's, he's always talked about it being passed on to his son, uh, who was a lad called At Chancery, and we find out about his new signings by the way when at follows somebody on Instagram that's right. how we announce things these days he's always said he's, he's going to pass it on to his son so the idea that he's like doing it for my benefit or for it, the fans benefits just ridiculous really you know he's a, he's a businessman at the end of the day and he's, he's doing it I guess in the hope that he can do a Knott's Forest and take it on for 40 50 million I think Forest would valued what 550 million on the exchange the other week so I get it there's a there's a financial incentive for him to do it but You've got to understand this is the the son the son of a successful businessman. He's not necessarily a successful businessman in his own right. And I think right. a lot of people in this country, certainly football fans and certainly in the city of Sheffield, there's a tendency to, to equate wealth and competence. They're two very different things, aren't they? Um, um you've got a new man you know, in, you've got a new man in charge, you've got a new manager, and uh, you've got a got a win at the weekend, which I'm sure was a relief, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, he looks good, this fella. I mean, he's, he's been assistant manager at the German national team and mm. I think apparently was sort of Hassan Hootl's real sort of right arm at Southampton. And I think a lot of people say when Hassan Hootl sort of, it all sort of went wrong for him, coincided with role leaving. Um, he's obviously, his name lends itself to a load of sort of songs, which is fantastic. And he looks good. You know, he's, he's only 34, which is sort of slightly concerning because I've still like, Harvard some hopes of playing myself and then I realised like even even managers are coming up to being 10 years younger than me you know um, but it looks good you know Chancey was a gambler at the end, end of the day he, he gambles a lot and I think this could weirdly be a successful gamble for him because mm. he looks good this fella um, you know but what worries you as a fan is even if we make up that sort of big points difference that we need to survive are we then going to get slapped with an embargo a points deduction like yeah. we did last time and get relegated again it's like He's very simple. Like, I had Mr. Chancery on, on Zoom from Bangkok a few weeks ago. Mm. We must have been on phone two hours. I said maybe four sentences in the whole time. Oh. He really just needs to listen to people, get an independent valuation in. I can find him a buyer. I know people who want to buy the club. He just needs to go with, and with some grace. Because hes I don't think he's a, an evil guy. I just think he doesn't really know how to run a football club, mm. you know? Does he, is he reluctant? I mean, if, you, if you're prepared, John, to act as a bit of a go-between yeah. with some people with money in Sheffield that would, that would be interested in talking to him, is, is he not keen to do that at the moment, you think? He says, he says things like, show me their wealth. Everything's on, on company's house. 
It's like, yeah, but that's not how you go into negotiating. To, if I'm going to sell you my shop and a fellow walked into my shop, I'd at least have a conversation with you mm. and say, hiya, mate, well, my shop's probably worth this much and thanks for your interest. There's none of that. It's all this kind of, show me your money. I never spoke to me like Mandarich before. He, he just, he, the guy, like I said before, he communicates and negotiates in, in a very childlike manner that makes it very difficult for serious people to then come in. You know, we had a, we had a guy, with no CEO, it's worth noting, other clubs, obviously, most clubs have a CEO. We had a CEO, a guy called Liam Dooley, who was a wonderful fella. Mm-hmm. And I guess he's been sort of sidelined now. He's gone to Shrewsbury, which is a big loss. And there's no one there at the club, really, who can can step in and take control of this and negotiate mm-hmm. between people. There are people with that kind of cash, I know them, if not personally, through business associates, who, who would want to buy the club. He just needs to get an independent valuation in because I think... It's rumoured he wants 100 million, which is what something like what Leeds went for. I think the reality is that it's probably closer to what they say West Brom's worth, 50 million maybe. Mm. Uh, in reality, nobody's going to pay 100 million for Sheffield Wednesday. And he's also divided it into three businesses, right? You've got the ground, you've got the training ground, and you've got the club. So that further sort of yeah. muddies the waters a little bit. Um, but he just needs to go. You know, the, the, the vast majority of the fan base are against him now. I don't know what it is he's hoping to to achieve from here on in, you know, yeah. what's what's no. the end goal here? No, you're right. Stuff like this is not as Charlie's. It's not going to bring everybody together. It must but... be an accepted business practice that this is the thing to do because you see this happen with more than one. Yeah. It's not just Sheffield Wednesday. You can this you is... can pinpoint five to ten clubs. This is the trouble with football, throughout the business that it's being split up. Yeah, the ground yeah. split from the from the, the team and the team split from Warrior. the actual club itself. You know, On, I don't well, know what it is. Uh, let's hope it can get sorted, and let's hope he does start to listen. Maybe it's some of those people you know, but on a light to note, John, finally, we um, we saw you tweeting. One of the reasons we thought we'd like to get you on for a chat today, apart from talking Wednesday, was a little tweet you put out about Flavor Flav, oh, yeah. public enemy, <laughs> who, who decided that we've got, there is this, like in this country, someone sings a national anthem, you get a pro in, you get Laura Wright, our old mate, you get yeah. someone who can sing an anthem. Mm. But in America, they, you know, the infamous one, the, the sort of Nadir, if you like, was uh, Roseanne, wasn't it? It did it, absolutely oh, yeah. butchered yeah. it. But Flavor yeah. Flav did it for... Uh, for a uh, an NBA game, you love the NBA, oh, yeah, don't you? It wasn't a Knicks yeah, game, yeah. unfortunately. Oh, yeah. We had Darren Chris. Oh, it was Milwaukee Bucks match. But let's let's hear flavour, flavour. Now he got on with the national anthem. And the singing of the Star Spangled Banner, performed tonight by six-time Grammy Award-nominated rapper and artist Flavor Flav. Oh, oh, say. Can you see? Oh. Oh, Flav. He's believed the hype. He's back in there. He's back in. A bit of a wobble. To know from me, I'm afraid, you're not coming to London. Don't bring the noise. I think we'll leave it there. Yeah. Would you Would you be up for that, John? Fancy a bit of national anthem action for the band? I mean, sir, not not particularly, but I mean, you know, Flav, what a character. Yeah. Uh, he, weird, weirdly, even Chuck D came to watch us once in Newcastle, wow. which was Amazing. incredibly bizarre. But, I mean, listen, the guy's a legend, right? But, mm. but crucially, not as a singer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he absolutely murdered it. What's really funny about that clip is some of the sort of athletes are stood there. They, they can't help themselves but laugh. It's yeah. 
probably my favourite in, in, in sort of very trying times. It's given me pure joy, that clip this week. It's uh, it's just wonderful. He, he absolutely murders it. To be fair, he spent all day Sunday changing the clocks and he putting them back in <laughs> yeah, his head. exactly. That was because a gag which would work if he was English. Is he needs to know what time <laughs> it is. doesn't work. John, um, you, were on the, you were on the road, I know, with your, with your new album, Heatwave in the Cold North. Um, it's yep. a really great album and I've watched you on social media going out promoting it sometimes just with you and a guitar in someone's house incredible yeah done lots of gigs in the house obviously the pop the pu- public in Great Britain are very varied so you get a very different response sometimes the crowd surfing and falling through window and police turn up and other times <laughs> they make you their own olive bread so you never know what you're going to get but uh, I don't know I just like to have that personal connection I think they're sort of Age of Mystique and rock stars is long gone. I think it weirdly swapped over, you know, like uh, Bobby Charlton, for instance, would have been very approachable in the 60s. But I think footballers now occupy that space. And those yeah. musicians are, were a bit more sort of humble these days. So I like to go in people's houses. And it makes us, you know, a nice change from playing big gigs and festivals and whatnot. And you get to know people. And I think yeah. people take you to their art then, which I, I hope. Anyway, I've been doing it years and, and I... She'll continue to. Excellent. Well, go and check out Reverend the Makers uh, tour dates all online and the Reverend the Makers uh, official website. Uh, good to talk to you, John. We hope Thanks, things John. get sorted out for Wednesday. All the best. Top lads. Take, Take care, mate. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. John McClure there. Very interesting, wasn't it, John, saying he, he knows people that want to have conversations with the current owner, but he just can't get them round the table oh, yeah. with him. Shame, isn't it? Shame. People with the money. 50, 50 million quid burning a hole in their pocket. Yeah. Can well, I interest you in a team in TQ1? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vinicius Junior, I'm afraid, has re-signed for Real Madrid. So that, that ship has sailed for Torquay United. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. You've been telling us about creative punishments. Yes. Um, because Eric Ten Hag made the United players sit quietly in the dressing room and listen to City's players celebrate on the other side of the corridor at Old Trafford and indeed City's fans high up in the stands at Old Trafford just to make it sting a bit so that would play on their minds. You've been telling us about this is a beautiful a beautiful way it's written as well. Uh, my name my name is Dean Atkinson, oh, yeah. Manchester United fan. Hello, Dean. And I came home drunk one night when I was 15. It sounds like a confession. <laughs> uh, when, uh, whenever I used to get grounded, my mum used to let me out as soon as my dad went back to work. Unfortunately for me, he was a fisherman. So he told me, your mum isn't grounding, grounding you, I am. So I had to go to sea on a trawler for a week. Oh, no. And it was half term. Oh. Imagine that. That's a proper... Day three. That's a proper... Day crazy. three, it's choppy. He's yeah. still on the trawler. Still choppy. Still Stink can't go fish. over the seas. Yeah, that's right. I'm covered in just rope burns all over my hands. Well, you never came home drunky. I bet you I did, bet though, did, did. Yeah. You did it at 15. Stop anyone. Yeah. Um, holiday sports romances. Uh, Charlie has come back from a week in New York, yeah. completely in love with a New York Knicks I don't know why NBA team. You seem to be making this a very small thing, Paul. Like I've taken it lightly. I just I'm into it. I just don't see it lasting. I'm Charlie. doing You're it. You're going to stop writing to the Knicks. The Knicks will be phoning you. You won't be interested. You say, "No, I'm not in. I'm not in, Mum. I'm not. I'm not in. It's a holiday romance." Deleting my social media. Yeah. Do you think you were very keen in Torremolinos? Now suddenly <laughs> you don't seem quite so keen. I'm into it. But I do, they're playing the Cleveland Cavaliers tonight. It's a, a twelve thirty tip off. Right. So, so you're uh, going to be you know. sitting up to. This is the thing. You're going to be sitting up two, three in the morning, are you? Before? Yeah. Yeah. Why okay. not? Yeah, good luck with that. Why not? I'm going to start testing you. Um, <laughs> Craig, the Celtic fan, completely oh, yeah. relates to okay. uh, what you've done, Charlie. I, I went know. to New York in 2019, went to watch the ice hockey at Madison Square oh, Garden, yeah. came Rangers. home from that, I came home with that holiday with the real bug for the sport. Now, four years on, 
And uh, I switch work to constant nights to be able to watch as many games as That'll possible. That'll be like me. I'll be on the overnights. I'll be, try, I'll be trying you'll to be, get yeah. the overnights you'll so I can try. watch the game, be yeah, up with the game. You'll be on with Paul Ross. Me you'll and be, Paul Ross. You'll be our NBA the Knicks correspondent. Hour. Yeah, the, the Knicks. The Knicks <laughs> hour. That'll be it. Imagine that. Go Come. Knicks. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. This is a nice uh, punishment. I'm a teacher mm. in Leeds. Yeah. And I've had lads write lines. I've made them write, I wish my dad was Alex Ferguson. Ten times at break for minor infractions. Had some proper arguments about getting them to do it. Very hard to keep a stern face while they do it. There we are. Oh, wow, nice there one. We are very nice. Lee in Leon C. Where else could he have moved? <laughs> my mum, yeah, my mum planted gooseberry bushes to stop me and my brother kicking our football into her plants. They were full of thorns, he says. Yeah, they're gooseberry bushes. Uh, that's one way of doing it, yeah, of course. Very nice, very nice. And I, yeah, I, I did exactly the same thing as Charlie when I went to Australia. Mm. I went to see an NRL game, yeah. uh, mainly Warringah, Warringah Sea Eagles. Yes, uh, became the, for life. They were they he became the life for around a month yeah. I even bought a woolly hat looked like an eagle sat on your head with hand warmers hanging around either side it's now in the bottom of a drawer somewhere Gaz yeah. from Gravesend hates my, to see eagles now my guess I could be wrong Charlie because you are quite a sort of compulsive character mm-hmm. so it may be that mm-hmm. you're flying over there every other week to watch Nick's games might but, be but we'll see um, talksport.com text 1889 tweet TSH and J we're also going to talk later on about uh, Judd Trump who's heading to play in a tournament in China and one of his opponents could be a 12 year old on a full size table I don't know how they'll do I don't know if he's a big is he like one of these tall children (laughs) kids are massive now yeah they are really tall they are yeah yeah. I don't think but if you play snooker you don't get the natural sunlight you require to to (laughs) To grow that that much you don't get the vitamin D to okay. get that tall. Does that explain Yao Ming then, who was about seven foot oh, was four he? and played oh, in the he? NBA? So you'd know that if you, and, you did uh, you did some of your, uh, your NBA training. history. You're going to have to catch up with that. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, we asked you about uh, being humbled by the kids sports-wise. And I thought we had another one of those somewhere. Where's it gone? Yes, um, this is... F- yeah, well, when I played amateur football, we were playing a very young team in a night match. We were losing. My mate was trying to wind them up. And so anyway, it's getting late. You better get home and get, get to bed. But uh, you've got to be getting up for school in the morning. Um, but yeah. they still lost, oh, yeah. of course, just trying to get under their skins, which I'm sure Judd Trump will be doing to the 12 year old. This is a nice flip. Liam Durkin's been on, on uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, humbled. I was the kid. Age 13, I was in a rough pub and I put a quid on the pool table. The regulars got beaten one after another wow. as everything I hit went in. Brilliant. <laughs> as I excitedly giggled with each win, my brother got increasingly worried about getting out alive. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's a pool table. I mean, if, if yeah. you're playing on a full-size snooker table and you're not that big and you're 12, you're crawling right, you've got to get the rest right in the court. It's not yeah. going to be easy, is it? Have the spider out. But yeah, well, the extension, the Q extension. He'll have to, won't he? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Big night for Exeter City. Um, after taking a Premier League scalp in Luton in the last round, they take on Michael Carrick's Middlesbrough. Um, and uh, somebody who's going along at the game oh, is... Yeah. Uh, so newbie, he goes to the big games. A newbie Exeter fan. He even does a podcast, My New Football Club. Uh, he's a comedian and actor. You know him from Derek and other fine work, of course. Uh, it is David L. Good afternoon, David. Hey, David. Hello, gentlemen. Can you hear me? Yeah, we yes, can hear you loud and clear. Are you excited? Oh, a big cup game uh, for you. <laughs> I am excited because I'm going to see Michael Carrick in the dugout. Yeah, because <laughs> you really you were you Love were that. Manchester United, yes. were you back in the day before you moved down to Exeter and adopted Exeter City? Yeah, I still I still have a little look out for Man United, but I'm, I feel like I'm more extra now. Oh, that's, that's, that's lovely. I mean, I know it upsets Charlie. Do you believe Charlie. that? Do you believe that? <laughs> it doesn't upset me. I just feel sorry for him. We had um, really? we had Adrian Edmondson in the studio. He's yes. a fellow, oh, yeah. fellow Proper celebrity fan. fan. But <laughs> he was... He <laughs> what? Was, he was, yeah, he's, he's having a pop at you, of course. He just, he's having yeah, a pop. What? But he was saying that he was a Chelsea season ticket holder for about 10 years, but as soon as he moved down there, he just yeah. felt this affinity with a club. He felt you felt so much closer than you ever can with a Premier League club. He sort of yeah. makes with the chairman, gets involved in a bit of fundraising yeah. and everything. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. so yeah. If I, is that part of what you've enjoyed as well, feeling that a bit closer to uh, to the uh, to the club than you do if it's somewhere like Manchester United? I'll be honest with you, Paul, I haven't really got involved with the uh, fundraising. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but, right. but I've definitely enjoyed the, uh, you know, the Heritage Lounge yeah. and the food I've had in there. I had chicken recently and some meringue. Oh, no, I, that's nice. That's an odd combo. You mean that was the dessert, the meringue? It wasn't chicken, wasn't a chicken, <laughs> no, and, no. chicken and meringue. An old exodus ex- delicacy. Eat, I'll eat anything in that room. I love it. <laughs> But you're not I mean, local, are you? Because you've not in your row. There's uh, some sweets that get handed out. You've yeah. not been not been handed a sweet yet, have you, David? No, but someone found my car key. I dropped my car key. Oh, that's my nice. Seat. Yeah, that was nice. And right. um, I, I took a flask of tea this week. I've never done that before. Wow! I'm surprised you got, got it in. Well, I'd get that's wrestled right. to the ground trying to get a flask <laughs> into Tottenham. They'd never let me take it in. I'm doing Daniel few... Levy out of one pound fifty. <laughs> Oh, right. You're not yeah. allowed to do that. No, no, they just, well, they don't, you can only consume your food and drink that you buy on the pre, you know. That's, they've, oh. got, they've got to make their money from it, the club. I'm so, it's lovely they let you in with a flask. It's beautiful. Well, I did, I did get a few sideway looks as I, as I pulled out my back. <laughs> was it an old school sort of tartan one? Was it one of those? Or <laughs> no, it's very, it's quite modern. Oh, okay. Classic red one. As modern as a thermos can be, I guess. I know yeah. you just talk football for a minute. I know you've been doing all right in the cup, but just in the league, you have plummeted, haven't you? Absolutely plummeted down. Getting no, into you, rele- relegation. No, plummeted. No, relegation no, territory, though, because you've lost six in a row, I think. Six games in a row. You were, Last time we spoke, you were telling me, Gary Coldwell, that was it. He's going to take you to the top Premier League, possibly. In too much glee. Two or three years. Six in a row. Well, six in a row. I knew you drew Saturday, but six. Six in a row you've lost, plummeting yeah. into the relegation. <laughs> Charlie, 
You lost the Western Superman. It's not about us. It's not about me. It's you. This is about Exeter City, where they are, how badly they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we beat Luton mm. in the Carabao, yeah. which was they a let one, you they let you one. win because they wanted to get out of the. No, they didn't. Cup. No, they didn't. <laughs> they wanted to get out of the cup because they got to concentrate on the Premier League, so they let Exeter no, they... win. They were really trying. Yeah. The last, yeah, they really were. You've got a chance it, tonight because Borough, I mean, the bouncer makes some changes. Um, and although I saw Gary Caldwell saying he thinks if you look at the whole squad with Borough, they've got a better squad than yeah. Luton. I hope you don't play him again in the FA oh. Cup because he'll pin that up on the ball, Rob Edwards. But, um, yeah, I mean, they're probably going to bring us, you know, a slightly weakened side tonight. So you never know. Under the lights with you there with your thermos, anything could happen. Well... Well, I'll be honest with you. I have a look at the Middlesbrough squad, and I don't recognise anyone. So, <laughs> if I don't, if I don't recognise anyone, then I think we've got a chance. Yeah, well, that's, that's, well, that's, that's a, it's a good start. Lower league point. rubbish. It's a good start. <laughs> <laughs> it will be history, though. The club have never got through to the next stage of the tournament. So, you could be there. You could witness Exeter City history tonight, David. Yeah, it's really exciting. The only thing is, Port Vale are playing Mansfield in the other round. Mm. So you can just see the situation where we get through and we play Mansfield in the quarterfinals. You could limp all the way. This is where you're not used yeah. to lower league football. You see, you want that. Yeah. You want someone as rubbish as possible every single round. Yeah. As okay. rubbish as okay. possible. And then you can get a good idea, then get a good idea by one of the top <laughs> Premier League clubs at Wembley. But at least you have a day out at Wembley, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just I just want to see people that I recognise, Paul. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> you're three points. You're three points off the relegation zone. On seventeen points. No, we're not. You are. You're on seventeen points. Carlisle are on fourteen points yeah, in twenty first. Tonight's all about the magic. Of the Coldwell cup. out. Are you Coldwell out yet? No, not at all. No. In fact, I'm in a little WhatsApp group with him, and he he messages oh, me. This oh, is the problem. Nice. You get too close to the club, too close to the gaffer. <laughs> yeah. You'll That's be, why he's been yeah. going in the lounge, having the chicken meringue. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> he's in the lounge. He's prawn sandwich in it. Yeah, he's no, on the side. He, he's, he's got too. He's got too close. He's to the it. problem, not too the close solution. to the sun. Isn't he? Yeah, I'll true. be honest with you. I spent two weeks on the trot in the Heritage Lounge, and I had to go back to my seats. Wow, really? I was about three weeks away from. But they welcomed me back in. We what heritage? Where heritage has Exeter City got? <laughs> what is it? Just pictures of Michael Jackson and you going around the cut, going around the pitch in oh, that you car. Sound, you sound very bitter, David. Big, 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 oh, David Blaine. He's he sounding really bitter. Darren yeah. Robotter missing. Should, isn't there a kind of brotherhood of West Country clubs want each other to do well? It's very transparent. Like we have in London. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah you love it. You're yeah. really looking forward to playing Chelsea in two weeks. You know, Paul, my, my middle boy, hmm. both my youngest boy, they've um, started supporting Spurs. You said, yeah, they've become Tottenham fans. Well, I, we had to paint his bedroom blue and white. Oh, lovely. Wow. Week, lovely. Yeah. It, 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 Good team you, you have pointed out it's not normally like this. We're not normally top of the table. No, I mean, it's, no. And it's a pretty good chance it's all going to go horribly wrong. I mean, you have to prepare them for that, really. So, uh, he, at the weekend, he asked for a canvas print of Son on his wall. Like, oh, nice. Wow, that's nice. Like you find that's in great. Ikea, one of those. I'm little... surprised you've not, you know, you should make them be Exeter City fans. Yeah, you know, well, so you, a bit you of know, peer pressure. But be nice. Bit of... They, maybe they've realised early they're rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, Terrible. what time? So, what's your what's your what's your evening? What's your evening routine? When will you set off for the ground, David? How long would it take you for this evening? It takes me about fifty minutes door to door. Right, 
and so uh, I'll, find, I'll find my little parking spot. Fifty minutes. I'll... You're not local to Exeter, then, are you? You should be going somewhere else. What, like Torquay? Yeah, exactly. You've got, no. you've got to go, probably go through Torquay to and get th- there. This could be the night where <laughs> finally the, <laughs> the little yeah. gang of people around you finally give you a suite. This is the night you properly belong. When they no. offer oh. them round, you get one as well. You think you'll cry when they finally offer go you a suite? When I watched Luton, we had one of those big flags over the, you know, oh, where yeah. they pass them. Tifo, very, yeah. claust- very claustrophobic. Yeah. I don't like it. Oh, you're right. I don't like it under yeah. them big no, flags. No, I, I was tatting quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're pushing it, pushing it. We don't often do Steve this. Flax head. It's time for celebrity combination lock. Here oh, we go. Great. Oh, great. Oh my god. <laughs> Celebrity Combination Lock with your hosts, Paul Hawksby and Lock Keeper, Charlie Baker. Now, this time last year, David, you came on with your uh, Chatterbix podcast co-host and friend, uh, Gillingham fan, uh, Joe Wilkinson, mm. and you played Celebrity yeah. Combination Lock, and you got two correct numbers, two oh. numbers in the correct place. So that was really good work. Not bad at so, all. Yeah. Not so bad at I can't all. remember okay. if you or him were good at it, but... Um, uh, the lock has been reset since. So um, the last person to give it a go was Brian Butterfield, entrepreneur. Oh, lovely. Oh, yes. oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, Brian yeah. gave it a go and he said 5777. And that was one correct number, none of them in the right place. So oh, either five or seven is a number you need to repeat. But um, what we need from you, if people haven't heard it, it's got a combination lock we can't open. It's the assistant producers. And he's, he's Jim kits, Jim kits, football kits in there. Fetid, can't get rank, it out. In a, in a, we can't get it out. Oh, we need to dear. open the combination lock. So we just need four numbers, uh, David, for you. Right, um, right. Of which five or seven should be mm. one of them. Okay. Seven. Yeah. One. Yeah. Two. Mm. Six. Seven, okay, one, two, seven, six. One, two, okay, six. Okay, let's, nice. let's, let's just uh, remind people of those numbers. Here we go. Seven. Oh, yeah. yeah. One. Mm. Two. Yeah. Six. Okay, two, okay. six. Okay, we've got the lock there. Numbers go. going in now. Seven. Numbers going oh, in. Yeah. One. Putting them in seven. One. Here's the two now. And the six, six. going oh. in. Oh. Oh. Well, it was not what correct. Well, let's see if you've made a dent in in, in the uh, other numbers. Let's find out how many of those numbers were correct, Colin. One. Just one number. No, and and any in the correct place? One. Well, we, we know what that is. Yeah. We okay. Well, that's that you've, you've done yeah. somebody a great service. We've worked that nice. out. So that's it. It starts with a seven. <laughs> it starts with a seven. Yeah. That's right. So that I've does done mean... a lot of heavy lifting. You have yeah. done there. You've yeah. done it for somebody. You've taken one for the team. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, Dave, enjoy the game tonight. Yeah. And, uh, Thank so, you. And we we can listen. Four You're... one borough. I'm saying four one borough. Okay. Four good, one borough. Good for you. Yeah. Good cheers. for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you and uh, and John do the my my the find my. Uh, my new football club. My fair lady. My yeah. fair lady. Doing That's that as well, yeah. He's, he's doing my fair lady. My favourite new... He used, to, he used to be an Oklahoma fan. Yeah. Uh, but he's now... He's found my, my fair lady yeah. and he's supporting them. My favourite musical, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and you do, of course, Chatterbix with uh, Joe, don't mm. you, on a, uh, every yeah. morning? Yeah, we interviewed Barry Hearn last week. Oh, did you really? Very oh, nice. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Okay. I think I think he liked me by the end of it. Yeah, okay. okay. Well, I'm seeing him in a few weeks because we're doing <laughs> oh. a, we're doing a darts draw. So I'll ask Barry. No, he don't... won't remember me. <laughs> <laughs> don't be so down on yourself. <laughs> um, uh, cheers, David. Enjoy the game tonight. Good to talk to you. 
Thank you very much. Thanks, David. Cheers, Cheers Charlie. Have, Have, a terrible e- Have a terrible evening. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are, Dave Johnson there, Mr. VAR from uh, ESPN. That's a lot of initials. Nothing convinces me it is a positive for the game. No. I, I, I can't. Not, not one. I've been. We're we've just had, getting another. We have this conversation of... week in, week yeah. out. It, Nothing convinces me it is good for the fan it, or the game. It's another layer of subjectivity, which I don't think anybody quite expected. But there we are. Um, Charlie's falling. Have in it in the NBA, of course, Paul. I don't oh, know yeah, if you know that. In the Knicks, yeah, they, Charlie's they just big down the fan of the Knicks. He went to New York last week, and he's had a holiday fling with the New York Knicks. I don't think it's going to last. He's going to stop writing to her, ignoring her calls. Uh, James in Romford though says, oh, yeah. 2016 was in Germany. He wanted to watch Dortmund. They were playing away at Leverkusen. Leverkusen won two 0 We instantly fell in love with them. Okay. Fast forward seven years, we've been all over Europe with them. Fully fledged members of the UK fan club. Nice. A holiday fling that became a marriage. It yeah. Can happen. But that's football, though, isn't it? If you're into football already, you know, this is a whole yeah. new sport for me, Paul. That's right. It's whole new, whole new stuff to learn. Yeah. Whole new load of rubbish to say, like points in the paint. Do you know what that means, Paul? No, points I don't. in There's the paint. A new one on me. That's in the bit. They shoot for two points. Right. Okay. That's the paint. Yeah. I get so, so, so that's actually harder sometimes to scoring because that's where all the defence. I'll give it a week. Uh, <laughs> won't. Points in the paint, my new he podcast. Won't care a jot for the world of the NBA or indeed the New York. The who? The New York what? Anyway, um, yes. Um, in that cap over the headphones. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was uh, this afternoon. Good luck to so the you're, Knicks. You're, you're telling Cle- me again. You're going to get up N- at Knicks. 12.30. Cle- Cleveland Cavaliers tonight. You're going to go to bed at three ish in the morning after What's, you've watched the game. I don't know the what the problem is here. I can't see. What the issue? We've got the Cavaliers tonight. I hate those guys. Do you really? (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't feel like a very hate sort of sport, actually. There's a lot of booing when we were there. Lakers and the Celtics. Oh, they hate each other, do they? What? what, Historical. The the Lakers, the older Cincinnati Lakers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting the hang of it. That's it. The Cincinnati Lakers. They're the ones. Anyway, um, Charlie's back on Thursday. Andy will be with me uh, tomorrow. Do hope you can join us. If not, podcast available around four. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. What about sort of in terms of prize money and stuff at that age? What does it all go into sort of trust or what happens if he's winning tournament? I don't know. I mean, I know uh, in tennis, Paul Jubb, who got to the Wimbledon first round, because he was an amateur, uh, he wasn't able to collect that money. He wasn't able to bank that money because mm. he'd have to turn pro. That's a very good question. Actually. I should try and find out, but I don't know. I mean, maybe his parents will be getting this from trust or something. I don't know. Mm. But so, yeah, if he was to win, if he Perhaps gets he'll get it in book round, tokens or something. Yeah, <laughs> doing something, something, yeah, something nice, something for the They'll, school. They have a nice party for him. <laughs> yeah, he's won about two hundred grand or something. The prize, the prize money for a tournament like this in in China. What, what sort of money will we be talking about? I mean, I'm not suggesting he's going to go all the way, but even if he does end up playing Judd, I mean, he'll obviously make some money from that, won't he? If he was to win his match and then play Judd, mm. and if he was to win that he would get into the last 64, which would be £5,000 for appearance fee. The winner gets 175, runner-up 75. So, yeah, the latter stages, you're talking really serious money here. Yeah, more than the tooth fairy giving you all your pocket money. Yeah, that's true. It it would up the ante if one of his teeth fell out, wouldn't it? We'd put that on the appellate. No one would be happy with 10 pence. What's the going rate? These about a quid? 
Quid? Yeah, one pound. Palance, it's got a business. I got complaints. I put 50p and I got complaints. What, from, the, yeah, what, from, from your daughter? daughter? Yeah, Do you complain? Yeah, I complain. Oh, a bit of a tightwad, Charlie. I mean, I'd say the tooth fairy, at least a quid. <laughs> 50p was all right. Yeah. Well, Rob, um, we'll keep an eye on that. Yeah, and we'll thanks, bring Rob. We'll bring it to the listeners next week and maybe we'll chat again if, if, he, is, if he beats Judd. That will be quite the story. Thanks for joining It'll be us. on Sunday. Yeah, thank you. On Sunday. Nice one. Thanks very much. It's Rob Moore there, son snooker writer. And, uh, yeah, good luck to Judd Trump. It would get into your head, wouldn't it, when you're playing yeah. a 12-year-old? As yeah. I said. But, Just know. sit on his phone. <laughs> Till it's his go. He'll be sulking. Won't, be like won't shake hands if he loses. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do Sitting that. there with a pe- glass of Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bag of crisps. As John does, he does a one four seven on yeah. board now. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's not making all those noises. Boring. <laughs> When's it my go? Yeah, that would be it. That would be it. Anyway, I'm sure. I'm sure he's a professional. And uh, how'd you buy that little? You got to buy that little suit for him, haven't you? As well. <laughs> gotta go and get. Gotta go and dress up. Gotta go and dress a twelve-year-old like that. Like they're going to a like wedding. Little, little, wee, little, 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 little suit. Little suits. <laughs> Strange, isn't it? So, anyway, the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was uh, this afternoon. Show. Good luck to so the you're, Knicks. You're, you're telling Cle- me again. You're going to get up N- at twelve thirty. Cleveland Cavaliers. Is tonight. You're going to go to bed at three-ish in the morning after What's, you've watched the game. I don't know the what the problem is here. I can't see what the issue. We've got the Cavaliers tonight. I hate those guys. Do you really? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel like a very hate sort of sport, actually. Well, There's depends. a lot of booing oh, when we were there. Lakers and the Celtics. Oh, they hate each other, they? Oh, what? They what got the, historical the, um, the Lakers, enmity. the older Cincinnati Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting the hang of it that's it the Cincinnati it, Lakers yeah. they're the ones anyway um, Charlie's back on Thursday Andy will be with me uh, tomorrow do hope you can join us if not podcast available around four you've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4pm on Talk Sport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.